Chapter 1 Why do smart people make such stupid mistakes? Key points in this chapter Heightened awareness of the mistakes we can so easily make when negotiating with clients. The opportunity to reflect on which of the mistakes are ones you are making and need to avoid. Let's look at the typical mistakes people, including smart people, make when selling and negotiating in the service industry and agencies especially. Then, in the other chapters of the book, we will consider how best to avoid and learn from these mistakes. It's not dumb to make a mistake. If you never make mistakes, you're probably not taking enough risks and aren't pushing yourself enough. However, what is really dumb is to repeat the same mistake over and over again. It's dumb not to learn from our mistakes. It's dumb not to observe, reflect, think, and change your behavior when you can see a particular action or strategy isn't working well. So why do we find it so hard to learn from our negotiation mistakes? I've worked with many really smart people within agencies and in sales teams of many leading companies. However, I see the same mistakes being made in most of those companies, often over and over again. These smart people are generally making quite good money from their clients. However, they could be making so much more. Much of this book is common sense, yet it often isn't common practice. Here are the typical mistakes smart people make. In the rest of the book, we will discover what the best practice techniques and strategies should be to avoid these mistakes. Mistake 1. Price crumbling. How well you hold your prices. Clients and customers will challenge your price. It's part of their job to do so. However, price crumbling too quickly will cost you dearly. The more you drop your price and the quicker you drop your price, the more the client will expect you to drop your price even further. Clients will see your willingness to drop your price not as generosity, but that your original price was overinflated or had so much fat built in that you could easily afford to lose some of it. Does this mean you should never drop your price? Of course not. There are specific strategies to apply if you do need to drop your price. Even dropping your price by as little as 1% or 2% can have a major impact on your overall bottom-line profitability. Imagine you are looking to buy a new house or flat. You go to see one priced at £300,000, which you like and decide to put in an offer. You decide to put in an aggressive offer of £250,000, expecting it to be refused. Instead, the vendor enthusiastically says, OK. Instead of feeling delighted, you are now thinking you should have gone even lower and that maybe something is wrong with the property as the vendor seems so desperate to sell. The relationship and trust between buyer and seller is not looking good. Yet how often do we do something similar for clients? Agreeing to provide essentially the same proposal, but matching their lower budget rather than our original proposed higher price. During the recession, agencies told me their clients had threatened them that they had to reduce their fees by 20%, 30%, 40%, and even 50%. If you are over-dependent on that client, you are left with little alternative but to comply. Most people price crumble. 
often in the belief that they will lose the deal unless they drop their price. Whether it is from desperation or in order to show the client how keen we are to work with them, we often drop our price. The paradox is that the more we drop our price, the more the client wants us to drop our price still further. So, will we lose a deal if we don't drop our price? Maybe. Maybe not. Dropping our price too easily creates mistrust and can seriously damage the relationship rather than strengthen it. If you don't believe in the value you provide, then why should anyone else? General Motors instructed all their agencies in the U.S. in